little guys find out who you're not allowed to criticize black folks who were never ever actual slaves fighting with white folks who ain't actual nazis controlled by rich folks who use the news to make hate while elite folks control other political parties it's a big lie trying to make you pick sides trying to make you burn the cities down and kill each other they got sick minds big lies deep on the police so that there's big crime to take away our freedom to restore order they let die play with people turn men into women What's going on, Patriots? Back with another Patriots Pair podcast for you. And I have Carl with me today. Morning. <laughs> so uh, we're going to run down some things. There was a lot that took place. Some of it I laid out in a nice linear fashion to go through during this podcast. And other portions of it I didn't even mention. I didn't even bring it up to Carl because I wanted all natural kind of responses to it. So in the last couple of podcasts I did and even little reports that I put out prior to the podcast in between when I was making the, those videos and putting them out on the Facebook and Instagram and Truth and Twitter sites. Um, I had alluded to what took place in New York with the, the Neely guy who had been arrested 41 times and the Marine who uh, is out there getting ready to uh, be charged with murder. And I'm going to take a completely different route than the rest of most of these people that tend to take either one side or the other or the government side. And I would say this. Show me the innocent party in any of this. If, if you held a chokehold on someone, uh, although I did see the, the Bongino uh, report where he showed the hold and it was actually a carotid hold with, uh, what it does is cuts off the circulation of blood to your brain. But at the same time, that can also result in brain damage or, or, or death. So, For it, 10 minutes it was? It was 15. 15 oh, that's... So it's, it's, it, but here's the thing. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to attack this from all sides so that everybody sees that there's no victim here. So the Marine is reacting to, just like most people, and I said this was going to happen, uh, was a more of a vigilante. what he did and the reason why is because the people in new york are not enforcing the law this man has been arrested 41 times people he was on the train threatening folks and becoming violent and you want to attack the marine for what he did but no one stopped him for what he did and there was a black man and someone else who held him down and helped him they wanted to build this as a racial thing but they didn't include in their talking points the fact that a black man assisted. I have yet to. I've seen some pictures of it. I have not watched the the actual video of it. No. Um, but I did. I, I did picture, see the clip. Did you? I did see the picture where there was a black man standing over it in the foreground with the white man and it, the the. But they 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 neglect in their talking points to bring up that one of the guys who assisted was black. So it's it's this is not a racial crime. This is not a racial thing at all. Now, you have a guy who was a Marine, so we don't know to what end maybe PTSD played a part in what took place. Or what his MOS was. I mean, you never know. Just because you say Marine, yes, they've had certain training to uh, remove threats and so on and so forth. But the guy could have been just a, a clerk, a supply chain guy. A, you're, still a a trained, you're still a trained but warrior you if you're a Marine. Um, so it, but his experience in actual hand-to-hand combat might be minimal. So when he grabbed a hold of the guy, I don't know. But that's the whole thing. Neither do these people. That's the main point right there. They don't know either. 
So already you have. Uh, but the man was trying to be helpful to the other citizens around him and being not helpful, just him, the two other people that helped him. Exactly, the, the, the man had some help. The the duration though, at some point you're going to get tired or have something go through your mind that hey, look, maybe something else needs to be done. <laughs> the maybe truth these of the guys matter, need to just tie him up with some belts. The truth something. of the matter is, is if you put somebody in a sleeper hold, which is the, the one, that, and it takes you longer than three it, minutes, you're doing something wrong. Even with. a minute, if it takes you longer than a minute. A full, real 60 seconds. That man is out. So why he held it, I don't know. Whether he snapped and had something else going on, or he was just was tired of it. Or the guy was still struggling, you know. The, you, I, yeah, we, I didn't see the video. Was the guy still struggling after, say, a minute? Kicking uh, his legs? Yeah, I mean, you, had, you, had two people, you had two people helping hold him down while this guy... So these other that. two people could have vouched that... This man was still fighting after a 10-minute mark. Now, I don't know about 10 minutes. I don't know, I don't know when but that cutoff a, point was. But here's the thing. You have the government unwilling to enforce the law. They're at fault. They're at fault. The local government that did not put this man in. And, and Alvin Bragg out there talking about how these people they, <laughs> with mental ability, they need help and they need help. Well, where was his help? Right. This, this, is, this is a failure of policy. So then you had the Marine guy who steps in becoming a vigilante because no one else is going to do this. And this guy continually, from what I understand, is a nuisance. And he does this quite often. 41 arrests should tell you something. So he acts out. Now, the guy who actually did it is wrong as well because look what he's doing. So there is no innocent party involved here. And, and beyond that, what they're trying to do is build this as the next George Floyd incident and all of the usual players are coming out of woodwork. Ben creating Crump, creating drama to Al Sharpton, Ben Crump, all the, the typical players that come out and like to play the race card, and they're going to come. And now, the next thing you know, essentially, we're going to have all these BLM riots popping up all over the place. Whereas if they would enforce policies that are already in place and demand that the local law enforcement or demand or allow, because we have no idea. I've seen it in my personal life where local law enforcement despite their individual best interests or efforts as officers have been cut down by policy um, written and or otherwise. Yeah. Look so, what happened to Riley Gaines up in, in San Francisco. The, the police officers were standing out in front of that room where she was uh, assaulted before she was taken to. She was held there for three hours, barricaded in that room because those trans activists that were there in that college were telling her, we're not going to let you leave unless you give each of us $10. So the police stood there as they made ransom demands, as they put hands on her. They didn't arrest anyone uh, uh, for, for the violence they perpetrated on her. They didn't arrest anyone for the ransom demand they made on her to date. None of these people have been arrested. What happened to the, the, the college kid, that, the college woman who got beat up by the trans activists? The, the police didn't do anything there either. Because the per the, the, I seen, and I was wondering what would happen by it, but I saw the, the interview of, of the girl who came and spoke before Congress, and she, she did it with, oh, oh the man. the young lady? Yeah, buddy. That was amazing. The African-American girl who went up there, took that microphone, and told she them what, what it was what. and said, you are enabling their delusion. She, she didn't mince no words. She said what everybody was thinking, and kudos to her for Absolutely. being that brave. Good that job, was definitely a good job. But that's the thing. These people are afraid to do their jobs because they're not backed up. They're not backed Absolutely. up by the people by, by the people in power in their government offices. They're not backed up by their police chiefs. They're not backed up Mayors, by their elected officials. By Criminals. their local government officials. I Criminals mean. are the new are the new victims. 
And the orange is the new black. They're, they're, black is the new orange or whatever it is. They're, they're, they, well, the, the thing is, is these people, they, they may need help. And they may need all sorts of resources and counseling and medication and all of we these things. We can't do that if we're giving it all to illegal immigrants or... or exactly right. You know. Exactly right. You're, you're not going to... You're not going to uh, all of a sudden be able to have more resources as a result of allowing the border to be flooded with illegal immigration. Now you already have dwindling resources in these low-income areas. Chicago, Baltimore, New York, Los Angeles... You name the spot. You in already the, have in the United resources. States. Period. And and now you're going to add to that millions of other people who are coming here and need more resources, who who are taking away uh, the housing and opportunity from people who are already currently here. And that leads us right into this next thing. So, before we get into the immigration side of things, there is another study I wanted to bring up, and that's. The, I want to bring up the abortion thing, and but I want to bring it up from a different point of view, one that not many people uh, tend to take, and that is how men are affected by abortion and how they suffer in silence. And why is it important to discuss this thing? Because women women say, my body, my choice. That's that's the old adage. That's what they continually say. But the, the, the invisible person in this equation is the father of the unborn child who doesn't get to make the decision, who doesn't have a choice in the matter, and can suffer immensely because if you think that a man doesn't feel attachment to a child because it's not or born if yet. he does make decisions or act upon things or uh, tries to be proactive in this process, but this he's villainized. If he wants, if he he wants this baby, yeah. if he wants this baby and she doesn't, he's vilified and told it's not your body, shut up. But in, in effect, he feels it the moment you take his baby's life he feels it he just lost a child and now he has and to deal with hurt. that guilt and that anger and he gets ignored in the process because he's not a woman he's not a woman and his in his in his needs take a back seat me and eddie or i keep bringing up in my experiences in life going here lately anyway the the word gynarchy keeps coming up you know the Women will rule the world. They will be the shot callers. Men will be subservient to them. The, the thing um, is, though, you have, chemically, you have... Chemically castrating guys, this boils back down to almost the Epstein deals. Andrew, where men are compromised by women intentionally to be able to manipulate... To blackmail. To, to blackmail. And, and we're going to get into the Jeffrey Epstein thing because the co-founder of Google... And I hate to just keep bouncing is, back and forth, but to me it all kind of ties in... Yeah, but the, the co-founder of Google, they're looking for him. He's tied into the... I don't want to get down in that rabbit hole yet because we haven't right, gotten right, there yet. Sorry. But uh, uh, the, these men, they deal with this emotional damage that they've, that they've incurred at, the, at the, the behest in the, in the hands of somebody else. And they were powerless in this decision. However, it, it, the same where the shoe's on the other foot, just look at how society looks at it. If the man says, I don't want to have this child, and he dips and he leaves, he's a deadbeat. He's a POS, deadbeat, and, and he's, he's a terrible person and everything else. But when a, a woman gets an abortion, uh, the shame part of it's gone. She's brave, and that's her body, her choice, and that's the end of it. And we're not and allowed to no say anything say. else. He has no say. And, and, yeah, we're not allowed to say anything else. And if we do, shame on us for even bringing it up. I'll be honest with you. I was completely caught off guard when you brought this up. I did not 
think that people really cared or e that it even crossed anybody's minds the fact that an abortion, um, you know, any part of a child rearing or bringing to the earth, that people would care that what, about a man's opinion about it. Well, this is the I thing, mean, and I think that people like Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate, uh, by championing men's causes and, and championing masculinity and, and, and helping people remember, hey, it's, it's not a bad thing to be a man. In fact, it's a good thing. Be strong. Make decisions. Go change the world. Show your strength. It's not toxic to be strong. It's not toxic to assert yourself. It's not toxic. Because even like Jordan it's Peterson necessary. says, it's necessary. You, you may not be violent, but you have to have the propensity for, for being violence. violence. Because that's protect your family. That's the thing that keeps people procure the food for your family. You that, gotta that, have there's an aggression to it. Yeah. We, and it's not a bad aggression. That's the whole thing, you know. Testosterone is not the enemy. Aggression is not the enemy. It's the perpetuation of that aggression that can be negative or positive. It, it depends on it's, it depends on the intent the, of the person. The intent, the, the but situation. To, but to the make a blanket statement like uh, tox, uh, masculinity is toxic and shut down men and and by and large men suffer in silence in this country. Most of the things that go on in a man's head and in his heart and his soul are things that he keeps to himself because we're taught be a man nobody cares suck it up and go on so it, it's it's very hard for a man to uh be the have the kind of vulnerability that he may need in order to get the help that he wants because or be the help that a society needs I yeah mean, because we're because told it, we're know, quick we're quick to put a buddy down and and may make fun of him if he has oh, yeah, a, a teardrop you know, or and has an issue. Being, like you said, that being uh, transparent, that being vulnerable. You know, there used to be a classification that you were of a certain sexual orientation. And that was negative to society as a whole. Because if people in other countries thought that we were sensitive and, and able to be emotional and so on and so forth. That we didn't have the aggressive ability or the ability to be aggressive. And protect our families. That's so, exactly right. So, and it's there's some legitimacy to it, but you know, I think that when you go ha when you go radical on either end of the spectrum, oh, yeah, absolutely. you're you're balance, not doing balance. anyone any favors. Balance, you know, yeah, because it, it, just the appearance of the ability to be aggressive, uh, violent, keeps you know the best may way keep to everyone break. safe. Yeah, the the best way to prepare for war or to have just, just it's, it's probably the, the reason why the Russians didn't attack when Ronald Reagan was president because they were scared of him. He may not have done anything they like were that, scared but scared of us as a people. As yeah, a that's country. true. That's come, true. Come that's knock true. on the door and see what happens. But this, look at the difference between how Russia and other countries treat us while Biden is president versus when how they treated us when Trump was president. Because for one, they were afraid of Trump. Trump had the propensity to actually do something. They don't think this guy is going to do anything, especially if it's before his nap time. Okay. So hold on a minute. You put up a feed from uh, a navy navy officer, a navy seal that was in on the Bin Laden deal. What his thoughts were on this whole new Biden navy recruitment strategy? Oh yeah. With the, oh my lord. Thank so he you, saw sir. he saw you, sir. he saw the trans uh, navy trans poster child person that they use for recruiting they're they're trying to use this person for recruitment and where they did and um he was just appalled by it saying is this what the hell i fought for and i i don't blame him uh, here's the thing right guys 
on this whole trans issue. Trans people aren't going anywhere. We just had this conversation, right, right before we came on. They're not going anywhere. But at the same time, it's don't try to make it something that it's not, right? We, we understand that you have an affinity or, or a belief of your own that you are uh, a woman, even if you're a biological man and so forth. And you know what? That's your battle. I hope you get some help with it. And I don't think anyone's doing you any favor by telling you it's not an issue. But God bless you with at, some honesty. At the know. same time, at the same time, we realize you're not going to change on a dime for us. So the, the idea that trans people are going to coexist from this point on in a different way than they ever have before, that genie is out of the bottle. However, there is a way forward, and it's through compromise. And um, as, as long as people are truly in this for peace, and coexistence it should not be a big deal but as long as we can put a unisex bathroom in public places and then create an open uh, 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 open league for sports in college and high school and so forth I, I gotta say the, the, and the it's, thing it's very I will, simple will, I will not be willing to compromise is pressing their agenda on children especially oh yeah that's in out school that's out and if you can't have a priest or a preacher or a pastor or whatever go to school is for to talk about Christian culture, and that because that's bad, they can't have that. So within that same, in that same line Balance, of thought, people. you Balance. should not be able to have drag queen story time on on soft military porn, bases, soft porn textbooks, or, or yeah, on the bookshelf, that sort of thing. That's terrible, and and everybody knows it's terrible. There there's there's nobody that can. I I believe me. I saw the comments on previous podcasts, and you airheads out there can try to find a way to 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 take up for just about anything and it's really sick did you notice that on our, on our, on on the, the last podcast we put out did you see the comment i don't know you might have because i got rid of it because i don't report people very often but i reported this ignorant fool he made a comment about how it was be funny to be likened to a child molester so he just says yes he is and and put a lol and i reported him for it because this is the sicko people that we're dealing with. i was just we were bring, talking about this earlier the trans people, less than 1% of the population. All right, so what's the problem? The impact they're having on our society, and it's not even the full less than 1% of the trans community. It's a minute portion. It's a, like a 1%. It's 1.7% of the population. And yeah, let's but it's say, like, it's let's like say a you 10% have... of that 1.7 that are super Don't know what the statistics are, but I'd say give, give them, give them 0.7. To say it's one percent in general, and and the other half or a little less than half or whatever are the, not part of this radical agenda. The, Let's just say they're the not. The impact that the radical agenda is having and is, is of detrimental. That, of that one percent, we've already how, had a school shooting. Okay, hold on. Of that one percent, how many of those? How what percentage of that one percent? And I'm thinking that's a fairly large percentage are sexual crime perpetrators, either accused or convicted of, especially against children. Yeah, and this this is you know, this is I mean we we showed we showed the one large lady. percent of the small portion of this community well they, they are convicted or remember the PA in the process of being tried for child sexual crimes and the lady they want to say oh you know no big deal the the Can lady you? the lady in PA that got charged with the twenty five counts of child pornography and she was a counselor. Now, this is the same thing that happened over again. And what, she wants to go into schools and press her agenda? Are you kidding me? And then you had the guy in California who got convicted of child molestation at 17. But at 26, he was sentenced to do time in a 
juvenile facility. This is how much of an airhead the people in California are that make the laws and enforce the laws. You took a man who was convicted of child molestation at 26 years old and put him into a juvenile facility. I said that right. Play it back. 26 years old. Convicted child molester was made to do time in a juvenile facility. You want to talk about history repeating itself. In the time of Jesus' coming in the Roman Empire, at that time, part of the culture of the Roman Empire was to become a man, a man had to have yeah, been Saturnalia. Had to have been penetrated by another man. It, it's Saturnalia, and they were. I mean, you saw anyone who saw the movie Alexander about Alexander the Great is the same culture. It's the same thing. They were practicing the same things, and they believed that they also would feel steal the life force from the innocent if they raped them while they were young, and that's it. And, and it's and it's sick. Cre- creating a mindless. And, and it's part of the reason why I couldn't even watch that movie with Brad. A mindless Pitt. entity to have you seen that movie to perpetuate evil. Have you seen that movie with Brad Pitt called Alexander? No, I haven't. In the very beginning and of the I movie, that, I kind of bring that up is, you know, this trans community needing to do something within itself to keep the whole from having to suffer because of us. But that's a few. the thing. And then, and then I want to bring it up because, and I brought up the Roman part of it because of the Roman Catholic Church and some of the backlash that you have faced or we have faced because of. Well, look at the priests, and I truly believe. Act like I we're will, taking I will up, go on air stating, I truly believe. Act like we're Roman taking up for one Church, over the other. The Roman Catholic Church needs to police itself before somebody else has to, for the sake of the whole, for the sake of society, because to not do that is perpetuating evil itself. Well, this is the thing, and this is how I, I, I even answer that. It, but somebody, some way, that whole get down needs to be policed in some way, shape, or form, along with the trans community in the very few. The very small percentage, but what percentage of that small percentage are sexual predator, child sexual predators? But so it, right and wrong have to mean more than right and left. When and I'm sitting with here, the kids in a sexual fashion when, is wrong, it, and, and it shouldn't be a political thing. It's just wrong. So it, it's it's very easy to see that there are always going to be. Uh, uh, people out there in the media and the news and so forth that are going to go put their microphones and tune their cameras on to people that are going to be uh, uh, very eccentric in their views and they're not going to allow one side. Yeah, they're they're not going to put the microphone in front of Some people who have people. common that, sense. That's what we are fighting for is balance. If the common the, sense, if the, the trans community of the species, regardless of sexual orientation, race, gender, that's if how the, life continues. If the trans community would just back off and we would be able to have a little bit of levity and come to the table together and to say how the hell can we coexist it's this simple a unisex a unisex bathroom and so you're saying that people don't acknowledge you exist how much more existence <laughs> acknowledgement can you get than having your own bathroom for right. your for people who identify the way that you do so that you're not alienating anyone else and no one else is alienating you Help you create jobs and creating sports leagues of your own. An open sports league where people that choose to, to participate in that sports league can. So you're not stealing scholarships away, taking accolades away, trophies, men and so forth. Men aren't crushing women's skulls. Men aren't breaking records in e- exactly. women's swimming. Because you know? if it's not, it, there's a reason why there's, it says want fairness, be women's fair. sports. There's a reason why it says women's sports. Because if it's not men's sports and women's sports, it's just sports. 
And if it's just sports, then what? There, there. You think women would ever succeed? They would ever win another trophy? They would ever get another scholarship? That they would even make the team if all the people trying to play said sport, basketball, soccer, whatever the case is, if they were playing against athletic men? Are you kidding me? They have amateur co-ed leagues in softball, bowling, anything else. You have to volunteer to be in that league. You can't join a league under the the fact that it is for one gender and one gender only as another I'm not gender, quite sure, but I think you just might have hit the nail on the head with the bowling thing. I think bowling is the only sport that probably wouldn't matter if you were a male or female. I wonder what the archery, stats are. shooting sports, anything where it's a non-combative. Oh, it's man, a skill I, set, not a yeah. not a uh, yeah yeah not, not a, physical, a physical attribute. Yeah yeah, not boxing, <laughs> running, soccer, <laughs> basketball, MMA. It, I mean, literally. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because I saw some women just killing it with the uh, with the archery last year. It was it was crazy. The lady was good. Anyway, I wanted to show this video, and this man, what he's we're talking about is the abortion issue and how it affects men. And this this guy is a big advocate advocate. Sorry for people who are suffering or going through just that. Listen to what he says. And uh, you'll get a bit, you'll get a, a better picture of what it is we're talking about. And then again at the age of 22. And for years and years and years, nobody was talking about men and abortion. We were given all kinds of messages, but I knew what I felt, right? I knew there was something there. Once I got into abortion recovery and then um, started talking to groups and men's groups, what I found is that there were a lot of guys who would approach me and say, hey, you know what? I've never shared this with anybody, but... I had an abortion here. I had an abortion there, whatever it was. Um, and I realized that there was a really, really big need in this country to get men out of the darkness, so to speak, to get them talking about their abortion experience. And forward, the study comes out and we have all these data points and every single one of them, Kendall, validates what I experienced. I didn't have a choice in the decision. I'm one of the 70. So he just said it and there's like a 70% margin of people that actually suffer from this 71 percent and there's a study to prove it so men men don't get the treatment they need or the help they're not they're ignored in this whole this whole abortion issue men are completely ignored and and they and they even tell you yeah this is not nothing to do with you shut up take a back seat it's not your body but it is your baby how does that work you have all these data points and every single one of them, Kendall, validates what I experienced. I didn't have a choice in the decision. I'm one of the 71% that felt an adverse effect in myself after the abortion. Uh, I'm one of the 83% that would have benefited from help but couldn't find it. So so that's, the, that's my why in a nutshell. I think it's an important thing. I think it affects millions of men, and I want to help them. Almost two decades of serving vulnerable populations is that abortion is one of the very few things that we talk about as it pertains to mental health. And if we think it's rare to talk about it for women, it's even more rare to talk about it with men. And what our research has really shown us is that men want to talk about it. They want to walk through a healing journey and they're interested just like Greg in finding those support services, but don't know where to go. And so this research is helping us as well as other industry leaders learn what it is that we need to do to better serve men and women after abortion. There's no time. So that's exactly right. And you saw what happened to Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate, who pushes men's issues and pushes masculinity and teaches other men 
you know, that forgotten art of being a man. Like the one that's that's just completely talked down about. You, you, you're, <laughs> toxic masculinity is not a thing, people. It's not a thing. It's only a thing to weak people. That's 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 who doesn't like it. The people that the, don't the people like with it with an are, agenda that would make women rule the world, call the shots, men subservient, or gay men or weak men. It's yeah. it's that simple. Weak men can only insulate Males themselves with so much. Men. Men, yeah. men that don't want to be men. And males that insulate you know? themselves away from people that would challenge them on, on a manly level. So what do you do? You change the playing field and you change reality to help them compete with you on a level that you can actually compete with them on. So you have to get rid of masculinity as one of the factors that or quivers they have in, in, in their, in their, in their, uh, what's the word? I'm the arrow for. in their quiver. Yeah, the arrow in their quiver. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, I mean. If, if you don't have that weapon to draw on, then, yeah, then the, the playing field is level. And then what happens is exactly this revenge of the nerds that we keep talking about. Well, is, I, is, it's just that. I want to bring it up. I, I've, the nerds I've have some, the ball. I've got some experience with uh, a lack of choice in abortion. But, but besides that, besides that, hold up. Andrew Tate was arrested for nothing. He was arrested for nothing. He was kept in in Wasn't jail he like in prison. Was he the OnlyFans creator or something? No, 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 no. no. He was a he was a he was a UFC fighter. He was he was a fighter. Okay. And he he uh, he goes and they, they first of all, what's the little eco terrorist chick name? Uh, oh, oh, I forget the, her name. The wide eyed chick with the glasses. The the the, the, the Greta Thornburg. Oh. Greta Thornburg made a a call to the authorities in Romania. They go and pick this man up for human trafficking. They have okay. no evidence it of human trafficking. Thing. And they keep him in jail for like five, six months or whatever. And and they continually give him new court dates. And even when he appears at those court dates and doesn't have any, they don't have any charges to file, they, they stay for another three months. And I, I don't know how long he was in there. He was in there a while, but he's out now. And all of those people, all the reason that they did that was to intimidate him and get him to stop talking about those things he was talking about, which was men standing on their own two feet and being men and how uh, the role thing had gotten so mixed up. Like women were the prize in every relationship. And he was talking about how men, uh, if, if the men had certain factors in their lives, they wouldn't need women. Basically turning, told, turning the tide of women and saying, uh, what do you bring to the table? Why do I need you? And it's a question that most of the time when they're uh, approached with that they don't have an answer for. Because he said uh, something to the effect, well, if I got a, a, a meal prep, they deliver my meal seven days a week. And if I had someone, a, a, a maid and a prostitute, tell me. The great world reset. If, if I had all of those things, what would I need you for? And they can't answer the question. So that's the thing, right, guys? We have forgotten a biblical relationships, and we had forgotten what it's really like to love someone and submit to someone and have them there at your side and be able to turn your back on them and realize there won't be a knife in it, that sort of thing. Submit we, to God we, we you, If you want to have the kind of relationship with somebody else, first of all, you guys have got to have the same value system. Because if, if you're a Muslim and she's a Christian, guess what? It ain't going to work. It ain't going to work because you're either going to have to give up your religion or he's going to have to compromise his. So in the secular relationships, they don't work either. That's why the divorce rate is so high. So the ones that work are the ones where 
people both submit to the same value system and have a belief in God Almighty. Power outside of themselves. And, and greater than themselves. To know, to specifically God, God and Jesus. God. Not just some higher power, but God and Jesus. And because all of the tenets of what you must do are laid out in a book that you both subscribe to. So no, now it's no longer the husband saying to the wife, blah, 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 because it's God saying it. And it's no longer the wife saying to the husband, blah, 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 because the rules are laid out in a book right there for you both, where you both have to follow. So the rules are from somewhere outside coming in, not from you to him or not from her to you. So those marriages, they last. They last because both of you have a belief and a like value system and, a, and, and that same ability to go to God and in that uh, 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 that humility to admit when you're wrong and apologize, the tenets of Christianity are strong, and therefore relationships tend to last. Even if you have problems and falling out over the years or whatever, as people do when they're in relationships and you're under the same roof for any length or period of time, but what will happen 90% of the time is for those of us who actually have a real root in Christ is that you don't stay that way. Eventually, you, 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 you get through the chastisement phase of whatever you've gone through and you wake up and then you go say sorry. We all have our moments. We're all humans. But the long-term relationship where a man and a woman are what they need to be to one another was laid out long before today. And what we see today is I, I don't like. I don't like the way our culture is. I don't like the way it treats women. I don't like the way it treats men. I don't like the way it treats children, and we're getting so far from what we should be as uh, as are, as a, as a, we a, our moral compass made, is gone. We are being made to be expendable instead of having our expendability brought to our attention. You know, hence make good choices. Um, consider society. You know, that whole. I was married once for four days. I prayed to God numerous times throughout the day. Uh, there was things involved, uh, substances, so on and so forth. And my ex-wife decided she needed to have an abortion. I had no say in it. Um, it was a very traumatic experience. And, you know, if you start bringing up specifics of things, you know, one of the, I think one of the reasons men are taught at an early age to not bring up their trauma, to not bring up... Uh, not to bring up their vulnerability is because of the sense of people being brought to the sense of weakness because a man can't just shut up and take it. Now, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know. It's not my place to say that. Um, well, but it doesn't really help, I know. If, you, if you're Forcing, a bottle... You know, giving somebody else a scenario that you had to go through, if seeking I, if help... If I fill this cup up... And it bothers I, them, you know, it becomes very... But if I fill that cup up with more problems, and more, it gets to a level to which it starts to bubble over. So there is a need for people to talk to people, there but there's also need, there, there's a need for some balance. I, I, I you have that. to you have to have someone being... to, to speak to. And, and and for me, I I I have a hard time with people in that in that arena. So I go to God, and I empty myself quite often because yeah. because I, 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 people people will be people, and so therefore I I, I tend to like God a little more. I, I do got to say, though, that <laughs> the confession to another person while in the presence of God, isn't that a very biblical? Yeah. He uh, says, confess your sins one to another. Okay. I, yep, yep. So, 
there is that. I mean, the, the need for vulnerability or exposure or just the facts, there is, it's a godly thing. We, it needs to be done, even though a lot of times it's uncomfortable, you know. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on to the next one here. So um, we have new revelations out over the last two weeks uh, for Hunter Biden, Joe Biden, Jim Biden, and the Biden family in Comer has access now to 170 plus uh, star reports instead of the original 150. And now they have enough evidence that they feel moving forward and indicting Hunter Biden is their next thing that they want to do. I think it's a mistake because I, I don't see any world where Joe Biden doesn't pardon his son. In fact, you're going to hear it in this interview. The lady is going to, this is a media person. This is a mainstream media mogul interviewing Joe Biden. And she starts off with the most stupid and uninformed uh, 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 observance that she, I mean, listen to what she says, people. I got, I got a, qu a quick question. I wonder how much uh, Jill Biden is vested in all of this, being that if Hunter or uh, the brother or if obviously Joe anything happens to them, whether it's physical, uh, legally, how much she could profit from that? That is a big, big question I have. Well, I don't know Joe Biden's role in any of this. I know she probably got paid a few uh, well, few hundred thousand dollars, you know, but I, I don't know. None of that's ever been made public. But here, I want to I I start this clip, and I want you to hear exactly how she begins her statement, as if it's already been a proven fact that Biden had no ties to Hunter's businesses or no attachments, which we already know to be false, but that's how she begins her interview. So you already see the agenda in the press. She's willing to ignore facts. Put the idea out there so that they can believe it, so that it can yeah, lead to it. Just yeah. repeat the same like junk dumb. over and over again until people believe it. But listen to her. As to you, could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency? First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him, and it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. Joe Biden says his so, Hunter has done nothing wrong. But go back to what she said. Did you hear how she began? Listen, here, I'm going to back it up. to you better serve women after abortion. Oh, a little too far here. to you could women after abortion. There's no ties to you. There's no ties to you. And what she's referring to there is that there's no ties to President Biden, to Hunter Biden's uh, ongoing business deals in other countries. When we know that's a lie, Hunter Biden is on tape, on recording, big guy. Re requesting uh, uh, office keys for his dad and his uncle Joe, and a member of the CFCC, who is uh, 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 a person in in charge of a Chinese oil firm, a state-ran Chinese oil firm, and they're sharing an office with him. So, first lie. How about the the influence of? Burisma and the, the federal prosecutor in Ukraine. You know, that they, right there. Close in on Listen. a possible indictment of the president's son after a four-year investigation into his tax and gun violations. <laughs> he lied in, in order to get a gun permit. Miranda but, Devine. Miranda, thanks for being here. This is the default setting of Joe. I think at this point, it's, I don't know anything about his business dealings, and I'm proud of him. Uh, should we exp at, and then you I love Miranda the Devine. said it has no connections to you. I mean, it's all so rigged <laughs> and not uh, befitting the situation they're in. What do you make of his, this response in this most recent interview? 
Well, it's obviously rehearsed and the plan for Joe Biden is to uh, just remove himself entirely from the influence peddling operation um, that he was involved in with his son, Hunter, and his brother, Jim. Uh, pretend that it has nothing to do with him mm -hmm. and that Hunter is just being persecuted in a political witch hunt. And um, I think, you know, that's probably the only way he can go considering he's lied about his involvement uh, since before the 2020 election. Exactly. And uh, it, it will work for him um, with those Americans, and there are still many of them, who believe that Joe Biden that his only sin is that uh, he loves his son too mm -hmm. much. Uh, you know, that mythology of Joe Biden that's been around for more than four decades, which is that he's a lovely family man, moderate moderate Democrat, um, lunch pal Joe, working class Joe, the poorest man in Congress, and a wonderful family man full of empathy because of the tragedies in his own life, is that he's setting up um, you know, framing this sympathy card so that uh, when it comes time, perhaps in his lame duck period, um, that he will pardon Hunter and, Absolutely. and Americans will forgive him because they will say, well, poor Hunter was a drug addict and look, Joe just loves his family and he's been through enough tragedy in his life. Leave him alone. So hmm. it's very simple. They're going to try to say that the case against hunter biden is a right-wing conspiracy theory and so all the people on the left are not going to do any research and the research they do is going to give them cherry-picked facts that are going to elude them to make them allude to them to the to the whole thing being a lie like i said or a right-wing conspiracy theory so they're just going to act like we're just picking on hunter and that there's nothing to see there and that it's all just BS, and we're a bunch of MAGA Trump folks going after. Uh, you want to know? So when the funny? she when he does pardon him, they're going to act like it's justified. You it's know okay. What's funny? What about the movie, My, My Son, Son Hunter, Hunter, that we did a podcast on? Yeah. You know, I still wonder if there wasn't some collusion between some certain people uh, trying to get this out and about the knowledge without exposing themselves. You know, kind of be whistleblowers. Oh, yeah, there was a lot of people. There was a lot of people, and there's still been plenty. The, the IRS whistleblower just came out. Uh, the Joe stenographer came out, and he and he's 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 got whistleblower status. These people, and here's the difference between the whistleblowers on the, the right and the, left. The scene though. with the lady going, Hunter, you're doing this on purpose. You're, you're trying to expose your dad, unbeknownstly. You don't even know it because you're so high, but you are literally exposing the whole thing while high, because mm -hmm. you. Act like it's accidentally wanted, on purpose. Yeah, I I truly believe that that is a possibility. Yeah, accidentally that, that, on purpose because in his subconscious he doesn't like his dad. Anyone who has read the through the text on that laptop knows that Hunter Biden despises his father. The only thing his father gave him good here, was his here, name. Right here, right here, Pedo Pete. He does Pedo not like Pete. dad, and he and he resents Jill. And, well, and how about the 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 picture that I posted on Facebook? To a reply of somebody in the, the transgender deal that, oh, Joe is this and that, and it shows a picture of Jill Biden in Joe Biden's lap as a 15-year-old. Yeah, she used to be a babysitter. She was she their was a, babysitter. She was a babysitter. Before the brother and the Now go look it up. Killed. Run and look it up, and you'll please, see that it's a, please, that it's a fact. But the fact checkers like to, 
you know, take but this weird you, moral if, high if, ground and if you, if shut you, everybody down. But it's true, though. If you it's press true. on the button on the way, on our uh, feed, if you press the fact checker CY, you can still see the video because they can't obliterate it because it is true. They can just hide it momentarily as a fact checker for their agenda. Period. So. A lot of the people uh, uh, are starting to wake up to the games that fact checkers play. Snopes is a joke, and most of these fact checking sites are jokes, and most of them are uh, funded by or have some affiliation with people in the Democratic Party or people that fund the Democratic Party. They're, like they're not. Soros. They're not real. They're not real. It, just because you say a fact checker or impartial third party, ninety percent of them aren't impartial third parties. Look, we, 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 had, uh, our, we had a violation, and I, I brought it up the other day. We had a violation on YouTube, um, and, and it was over the what really happened in Arizona deal where John Thaler comes out and says, well, if any of the information that I, I put out is a lie. That. I did not hear this. Yeah, so, so YouTube snatched one of our videos down and gave us a violation over Again? this yeah over this, over this election thing. Now, Jacqueline Breger went before the oversight committee and presented them with evidence. Not one time did they hear, did you hear any of them say that's not true. John Thaler said if that anything that I put forth that through any of my investigations is not true and you think that I'm lying, sue me and let's take care of this in court. And to date, no one has sued him. You know why? Because he's not lying. And I have to 100% back everything he said for that very reason. He's not lying because... These people are powerful enough and have enough money behind them that if they wanted to sue him, it would just be a phone call. The reason they're not doing it is because there'll be discovery and it'll be made public and the court case will go live. That's why you haven't heard too much about Thaler and Harris or any of the rest of that on any of the mainstream news stations. They they don't want you realizing that Ben Toma down in Arizona owns Precision Arrow, which owns Runback Election Services, which prints and counts the ballots if the signatures can't be verified. And that and he's a Republican. So they can they have a back door to in, into the election back, database. Now this is this is what they said uh, what's her name? Brittany Thaler or Brittany Harris, rather Chavez. Brittany Chavez. Brittany Chavez who was married Thaler. to John who was married to Thaler and she in, in, in full view of Thaler and, and, and from my understanding, Breger as well, uh, logged in to the election database and, and modified documents, taking things out and putting other things back in. That was the statement that they made on the video. However, you know, it, it went no further than that. They also I, made the I, statement that there was 100,000 oh, ballots. ballots in a van. With money. At a, with it, like millions of dollars. Cash, yeah. In a, in a driveway. At a house that this uh, Brittany Chavez and her mom, I forget her mom's name. Um, Donna. Donna. Brittany and Donna Chavez, who they own. A van with 100,000 ballots. So here's the thing. When, $13 when, million. Dollars. When people don't allow debate, because I went into this whole thing with this Taylor Harris thing, kind of an impartial, let's see where it takes us, let's do the research, I'm going to stay back and I'm not going to make any assertions. But after I saw what he said, how he said it, how he presented himself, and how those people reacted when Jacqueline Brecker went in there and, and exposed him, that told me everything I needed to know. That it 100% is legit. Point of order. We can't have this come out in this session. Mm -hmm. This is accusations against members on this board. Point and, of order. And, and that's not what this is. But they couldn't deny any of it. 
So, it, it, and they still to date, like you said, have not sued Thaler. So it's very hard for anyone to, it, like I said, anytime they don't allow open debate there where you, can, you don't have people. On man's life when, on top of that. when you don't have somebody on this side who's for and on this side against, have that open debate in a public forum where all the BS can be sorted through and the only thing you get left with is the truth because you're able to expose the lie. You can't expose lies when you don't allow people to talk. So what happens by and most is the people who are lying don't allow the opposition to have a voice. Because if they did allow the opposition to have a voice, they would get exposed. Which is what happened with all this Twitter files, which is what happened just like what happened on YouTube just recently. This happens all the time because they don't want a narrative different than the one that they were contracted by the government. And I'm saying that because that's exactly what happened. We know it got exposed over at Twitter, but did they ever go to expose anything at Google? Did they ever go expose anything at YouTube? Did they ever go expose anything at Facebook? No. Because why? Because uh, 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 Elon Musk doesn't own those companies. Those companies are still owned by people who are in the back pocket of these same people. Matter of fact, the Google co-founder is being looked, they're looking for him right now because they think that he's connected in some way, shape, or form to what went on with Jeffrey Epstein. So these are the people that we're dealing with. Well, these are the people that's on the run because, I mean, look at what happened to Epstein. At that point, his yep. knowledge equals a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the back of the head. You know, the and all and all the video recordings are missing, and um, you can even the people they put it the guy they put it in his cell. If you would have saw a picture of the guy they put it in his cell, it would be like the worst possible cellmate in the world to have. I mean, the guy was just jacked, and he was in there for some crazy tatted up, and, and it, it was nuts. It, they knew what they were doing, and it was intentional. Those same police officers that fell asleep and allowed that to happen with all the videotapes. Came on missing. They both got reassigned later and rehired. So don't believe the hype, folks. Jeffrey Epstein was taken out. He was taken out, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinions. The, and I, the, I think that 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 uh, uh that that Golden Globe Awards where Ricky of uh, Ricky Gervais goes at all of the people, all the actors and everything there for being friends of Jeffrey Epstein, having to get their own way there on their own plane and that whole setup that he did was one of the most hilarious but in your face uh, 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 speeches ever about the, the the high and mighty and virtue signaling folks in Hollywood that stand for nothing but give you the illusion of standing for something like that airhead from who's the boss what's the girl's name mm -hmm. Alyssa Milano oh, right yeah. Alyssa Milano takes a stance against Elon Musk and says I'm not driving any Elon Musk cars. Elon Musk is a Nazi and goes and gets a Volkswagen. A company founded by Nazis. A company founded by Nazis. Okay, the, the point I'd like to make that, if you notice, it's not the tapes or people committing crimes in this Epstein deal. They're picking they, and choosing who they go after. Well, it's the whole, the, narr the true narrative is now coming out. People being brought there to do business deals and then being compromised not willingly doing things but being compromised to be able to be blackmailed but that's a huge huge turnaround in the narrative but i think the 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 the, the hard part is that is so the come forward we need some whistleblowers on that if you've been compromised if shit happened to you look i know it sucks and you the last thing you want to do is be vulnerable and have to admit to some of the facts but admit to some of the facts that there was a lot of things done to people in that place not necessarily the the full scope of how did those yonder age women get there 
How did they get there and no the chick, rape charges or what's or, her name? What's her name? You know, uh, Gilly, uh, there, there was a lot of voluntary. What's the girl's interaction name? at that point? What's the female's name that was? Uh, I forget her name. The one that just went to prison. I the one that got, got also convicted. Uh, Gillian something. I forget her oh, name. Jelaine Maxwell. Jelaine Maxwell. Yeah. Jelaine Maxwell has already had a reduction in her sentence from the time that she went in for good behavior. They knocked a decade off. Just already within the first six months of her prison sentence. So she, in six months, she acquired enough goodwill to get good a decade time. knocked off. Yeah, good time don't add up that quick. I don't yeah, care. Ain't never had a good time <laughs> like that add up that fast in my lifetime. And, and not only that, it's federal charges. So anyone who knows anything about uh, how, how it works in the feds, you don't get time off like that for good time. You're doing 95% of your time. Nothing, had, nothing you can do about it. that taken off in one fell swoop, right? not, Nothing you can do about it. You're doing... The bulk of your time. You don't get more than that off. It's not like state crimes where you can get uh, 40% off the front and 60% off the back and all these other weird things that go on uh, in the system. But in this case, this lady got 10 years taken off her sentence in the first six months for good behavior. That doesn't happen. People getting strangled and killed while police sleep but the cameras are turned off in a case like this don't, don't happen. Uh, people being... Uh, at fault for that happening, being responsible for those lives, criminal or not, you're still found negligent. You don't get rehired again. You don't get, uh, these things don't happen. They only happen if you're in on it, if you're part of the overall crime. That's the only way these things are going to take place and they're going to happen. They're covering up for this and it's, and it's, and it's, it's foul. Now, now we see, we said earlier that Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, they're not the best of friends. They don't like each other. And like you said, even if Joe Biden were to call Hunter Biden's phone, uh, it would have popped up on Hunter Biden's phone some time ago as saying, Pedo Pete. <laughs> now, that, that's that's the kind of relationship he had with his dad, but I, I think he should not throw stones in glass houses when I saw some of the pictures off from that laptop where he's got some questionable company in the photos that made you think, who is that and how old is she? So he, he shouldn't throw stones in glass houses. But... The, the, the White House legal team in the White House and Hunter Biden's legal team are now bumping heads. Hunter Biden wants to go more on the offense, and Joe Biden's team wants to make this go away. Listen to what they're saying about this, uh, this whole thing about the legal teams now uh, bumping heads. Uh, Hunter wants to go on the offense. The White House wants it to go away. Here's a portion of what the article says. Uh, top aides to Joe Biden have clashed with Hunter Biden's team over strategies for dealing with legal battles and Republican attacks that surround the president's sub. The tensions led Hunter, without involving the president's top aides, to hire prominent lawyer Abe Lowell in December as part of a plan to take a more combative approach than the White House and Hunter's previous lawyers had taken. Um, does it surprise you Hunter wants to go on the offense here? No. Uh, look, I think from Hunter's point of view, he feels he's done nothing wrong. Uh, remember, uh, in his laptop, he says he gave half... Uh, he had to give half his money to his father, that he was basically acting as the bag man for the operation. Um, so He was personally uh, he, doing he work for the vice president and the president and of the United States. Kevin Morris is a Hollywood attorney who he's An elected become friendly with, who uh, Hunter's former associates call um, Kevin Morris Hunter's sugar brother because he paid off his $2.8 million of IRS back taxes and... Uh, was paying for his $20,000 rent in Malibu. 
encouraging being an advocate for Hunter and not worrying about what's good for Joe Biden and the White House. And of course, the White House is entirely... And that says it all right there. He says, she just said that the lawyer in the case uh, is taking the approach of uh, Hunter Biden being more important than Joe Biden. So his lawyer is basically defending his client and not considering Joe Biden in the process, which is what a lawyer is supposed to do. So if the lawyer is doing that and, and willing to take Hunter's side and defend Hunter, but that looks like he's going against the White House, what's really going on behind the scenes? What's re- what do they know that we don't? Why are they? What is the real conflict in the back when Hunter wants to go on the offensive, the White House wants to make it go away? What, is Hunter being so cocky to think that the evidence that we have on them is no big deal? And the White House knows it is, so they're saying shut up, and he won't listen, and this whole... Or on again, evidence off again. prove that Hunter really was uh, pushed and pulled and drugged through a lot of things by, by the Joe. influence of his father and the, I mean, if let's, the last let's time be honest real. with you, his mom and his brother were killed in a car wreck. Sister, of, sister. Sister, yeah. His sister, what about his, no, it was Hunter. And his, his, it, it was Hunter's mom and, and his little sister. Yeah. His brother, Bo, died sometime later uh, from a, uh, a cancer. Oh, yeah. I, I apologize. Bo, Bo and Hunter, Bo and Hunter were they lived through that. It was uh, it was uh, Joe was raising the boys by himself. This is why he tried to play on that that sympathy thing that he does as much as he does, where he tries to lower his voice and come in. Not a joke, man. You know how he tries to talk like he's an average everyday common individual. As being a senator for twenty years, he actually forty seven. Forty seven was actually a hands on parent. I mean. Kind of like uh, Hillary being a hands-on parent to Chelsea, and I'm not trying to be a jerk or, or throw him under the bus or anything, but literally. Well, know. that's why he likes his aunt so much, it, it, because he credits his aunt for being uh, there when his mom wasn't and in, in, in raising him, and uh, and this was the source of most of the ill will between him and Joe. It, the, the documentation on the laptop speaks to that time and time again. The the voicemails left, the texts sent, the emails received address this issue time and time again where they don't like one another for that reason so this is another one of those things i mean it was to the point just recently where joe wasn't allowing hunter out of his sight he took him to ireland with him he was camped out in the white house staying in the white house they were saying so hunter was not able to leave joe's sight in recent times right now and now all of a sudden they're at this at odds phase again and this is typical Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. This ain't new. This isn't. This isn't just pop up right now. But where do they go from here? And I know for a fact, just based off of that interview, you see how he's already billing it. Miranda Devine's right. If they go after him, Joe's just going to wait until this law at the end of his presidency, when he's a lame duck president, and he's going to pardon Hunter Biden. Just like when Bill Clinton was at the end of his presidency, what did he do? He pardoned Roger Clinton. He pardoned his brother. The same brother who took the, the prison sentence for him to begin with for all the cocaine and, and drug distribution that Clinton did while he was uh, down in Arkansas. It, it's, it's not as if he wasn't involved in his brother's little criminal enterprise. So this, this, is, this is what's going to happen, and they know it. And I don't understand Jim Jordan, James Comer, uh, Justin, uh, excuse me, um, uh, 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 I am really, uh, Jordan, Jim Jordan's, uh, thought process behind this 
why are they pushing this issue now when they know if they push it hard right now that it's just going to go nowhere? Didn't we just go through this with Sussman and Danchenko where both of them walked out of a courtroom because you didn't wait? You didn't, you didn't take this to them properly the right way? This is, this is going to be another one of those cases where even if he's found guilty, it won't matter. He's just going to walk. And if you and if you and if you impeach Biden, you get Harris. There's there's no who at that point is just going to pardon both of them and who knows? I mean, she hated Biden too when she wasn't his vice president. She blamed him for sexual assaults and said that the woman should be believed and all that kind of stuff when she was on stage battling him when they're sitting there debating. She she laid into him, but I tell you what, the two of them put away more minorities behind bars than. I then the whole right right now the whole anyone on the right can they, they they've locked up more of their own people They just did a switcheroo. They got rid of the ones that that it's crazy. caught on to them and now they're importing new ones Exactly. We'll just get new ones. Yeah, they we'll just get new democrats and and, and new people we'll, we will will make sure that we don't allow them in from countries that are like uh that are socialist ran because they're not going to vote for us. So let's cut down on the Venezuelans and and the people from Haiti and in these types, because they know how bad socialism is, they're, they're not going to come here and vote and vote for Democrats. So let's let's do something about that. But let's 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 import everybody else, well, even if like we to have to go down the, there. I'd like to bring up the fact that all these people trying to get into the country, and we've always been for, and always have, and always will be for legal immigration, legal immigration. Mm-hmm. But all these people that they are trying to bring in, those people need to realize that what they're coming to isn't what. Because they're coming to this country in the way they're coming, isn't the country that they think they're coming to? It, they're coming to help create a whole different get yeah. down that that is not beneficial to them, it, it, they're to not, us, to anybody, to the world. They're not. They're not coming here to assimilate to a culture and take part in the American experiment. They're coming here to corrupt it and change it and modify it and to something completely different that can be utilized by the Democratic Party to elicit power and and keep them in power. This is the same thing that they're doing in D.C. And at that point, it's by trying to make to D.C. a state, right? They're yeah. trying to make D.C. a state, saying no taxation, no representation, no taxation without representation, rather. So everyone knows D.C. is a federal territory, and it's a federal territory for good reason. And because the United States is not just one big state. It's a conglomeration of different states with their own rules, in a lot of cases for a lot of different things that are together in a union, an agreement called the Constitution that we all adhere to. So Maryland ceded that territory to uh, to the federal government so that we could put uh, a Capitol building there and that no one state would have rights to the president. It wouldn't be like one state running all the rest. And that's what people need to understand. But so if they want to see, if they want to try to, get a new senator and congressman to over the, to throw the balance of power off uh, in the United States. That's what they're doing by trying to make Puerto Rico uh, a state and, and, and create D.C. as a state. When, in fact, if I would rather just give the territory back to Maryland. If anything happens with D.C., that's exactly what should happen if they're going to make a move. Maryland should step in and say, hold up, wait, wait, wait. That was ours. We only gave it to them for this purpose. You don't get to reassign it to somebody else. What about states' rights? So you know they're 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 That's fools. An interesting. Point they're, of view. they're they're fools if if they if they think that 
we don't they don't we don't see their plans. They're redistricting, redrawing circles, uh, withholding of facts, importing new voters, uh, and not making one sound decision that's good for American voters. Not one. I've never seen an administration anywhere, including the uh, the Obama administration, the, the the Clinton administration. Never, not one in my whole lifetime, have been disastrous in every single decision. Not one decision that Biden has made has been good for American people. Not one. Not even one law. Not one anything. Not even one. So it, it's sad. Well, folks, that's. Uh, that's it for the Patriots Prayer Podcast today. It's been great hanging out with you. Do us a favor and give us a like, follow, subscribe, leave a comment. And uh, also, visit us, visit us at thepatriotsprayer.com and also at youronestopgiftshop.com. And guys, as usual, stand your ground. God bless. And God bless. Have a good one, guys.